The Owner's Box is part of the In The Money Podcast Network. You can always log on to inthemoneypodcast.com where you can follow along. You can subscribe to the free newsletter. And not only do you have the Owner's Box, but also shows such as the Players Podcast, JK Plus One, The Matt Vernier Show, Redboard Rewind, Nick Luck Daily, Talk Racing to Me, In the Ring with Acacia Courtney, and Off Track with Maggie. So lots of great things to listen to. Just head over to inthemoneypodcast.com. Welcome to the Owner's Box. Now, here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me alongside, as always, is the wonderfully talented, hardworking, and especially just genius Michelle Yu. <laughs> That's very nice. I know. Isn't it funny that you introduced me on the Beach Bosch now? And, it's yes. t- and I hate it. I always, I always, uh, I know you're try trying to, get, to like, make fun of flirty. me. No, I'm not. I'm uh, not making fun of you. Okay. I just want to give you the same accolades you give me. Right. But I truly believe those accolades. I, be- I say accolades. I believe as well. I don't like <laughs> verbatim say what you say. <laughs> anyway, we have a That's great show I for said, you today. Like, sometimes funny. You're, yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes funny. Uh, Rich Cristiano is joining us from the Adelphi Racing Club. He'll be coming up in a couple of minutes. Uh, but before we do that, Michelle, what is happening? What are our three things of note that we need to discuss with our unbelievable audience that just wants more of you? Well, I just want to let you know that our three things of note today is going to be brought to you by TaylorMade. TaylorMade Partnerships provide an unmatched entry in experience into the racing and breeding side of the thoroughbred industry. Medallion Racing has enjoyed great success throughout the years with 66% of starters running in graded stakes, 25% of those in grade ones, including four Breeders Cup starters last year. Similarly, the Bloodstock Investments have discovered great value in the breeding side of the game, selling such standouts as Improbable, Bast, Cutting Huner, and Flame away among others join taylor made and experience the thrill with us your family your family a taylor made. uh okay so the first i like thing the you have to do something like special at the end like taylor made taylor made yeah there you go medallion <laughs> um okay all right so what do we got? I think, well, how I was your weekend first it was all right did you get off the schneid Nope, still didn't win a race. We ran third in the best pal, though. I saw that. Congratulations. I think our pulp was like 25 to 1. I mean, he he hung in there for quite a while against Baffert's Beast. Yeah, So monster. that's certainly our, our first thing of note because I thought that was probably the coolest race of the weekend, and that was the uh, grade three best pal, which was won by having a meltdown in a track record time, if I'm not mistaken. So that was two-year-olds. A lot of these will be on the trail to the Futurity. Having a Meltdown was a $120,000 purchase by Uncaptured out of uh, Ashley's Bay, Bob Baffert for Pegram, Watson, and Whiteman. And uh, Yeah, those guys were pretty looked, excited. He looked good. He looked good. He looked really I, good. I, I will say this. I remember all along when this cult was working uh, that some of the clockers said that this was the fastest gate horse they've seen in a juvenile in a long time. Wait, and who will... did you say he was by? I thought he was by Arrogant, no? You sure? By... No. Yeah, he's by Uncaptured. You're okay. thinking of Cave Rock. Oh, Cave Rock. You're 100% yeah. right. Well, all these uh, Baffert monsters, I'm getting them confused. I so I, I want to uh, – my the, everyone has said that having a meltdown is like the fastest gate horse they've seen, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Manchild, I feel like, outbroke him. 
And I can say that because I'm an owner on him. It says my name right there. So I'm very proud of him. <laughs> um, that's really, that's amazing. That's very cool. Have you noticed that Baffert's, I mean, he wins every two-year-old race basically, but um, I noticed that Pegram, Watson, and Whiteman have been very prominent at this meet. Yes. I've noticed, noticed that? that as yeah. well. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and speaking of Cave Rock, who was super impressive, and I'm sure we'll see him in the Del Mar fraternity, his full brother sold at the Facig New York bread sale, Facig Tipton New York bread sale. Oh, this I just week saw that headline. For 700000 So to my, to my buddy Tom McCrocklin. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it works uh, for a company named Champion Equine. So just a little, just a little tidbits here on the owner's box, you know what I'm saying? I like it. Congratulations yeah. for that, mm-hmm. for uh, Tom buying that. Yeah. All right. Point number two. Um. Okay. So point number two is that is Karmathon yes. going on. I'm and so excited you I said know, that because I was going to make a big deal about that. I know. I, I knew that you would want to talk about it. And so I feel like this week is this this is important to us. So I think that Karmathon is something that we all need to look at and we all need to support. I believe it starts on August 20th, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's open um, now. It's open okay. now. Oh, okay. You can Sorry. make a donation. Karma, the number four horses dot org. You go there, you hit the donation link. You can make a donation now. But the big day when we're going to really publicize this thing is Saturday. TVG, Delmar will be helping us. Uh, it'll be all over TVG. It is basically a telethon for karma. So that's how we got Karmathon. And it has been, um, this is the third year we've had outstanding success. And Michelle and I talk on the show all the time about the importance of aftercare. And I actually talked to my good friend Rick Gold yesterday, uh, who is a member of the TOC, big owner. And he was he just called and, and was stressing the the importance of the responsibility of the owner to make sure that these horses have a place uh, to go when they're done racing. And it's it's mm-hmm. it's something that seems very obvious, but we need help. Um, we need help raising money. Um, and, and karma, the people at karma, Lucinda, uh, Lucinda Lovett, sweet, pardon me. Uh, and, um, uh, this was started by Madeline Auerbach probably 10, 15 years ago. I've been on the board for many, many years. I am the president now, um, which is crazy, but, um, and the board members are awesome. Samantha Siegel and, um, so many others that contribute and, and help um, to make sure that, that money is raised and that these horses are taken care of. So um, really one of the most important parts of our sport is aftercare. And we always say aftercare is not an afterthought. So um, please make your donations. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, and we'll, we'll have a lot of publicity leading up to the big day on Saturday at Del Mar. Are, are we going to get back maybe next year into like yes. party? Yes. Okay. So this this will likely be the end of the Carmathon run, and we will hopefully everybody loves to have in person stuff. We had those carnival with the rodeos, whatever they were. Those were awesome. Billy was hammered. Uh, oh yeah, is that bad? Oh my gosh, Billy, you were like like over but the top. Fun. No, you you passed fun though. Right. Oh. You got over the. I top. went too obnoxious. Too too, yes. Oh dang. It's I like we that. give you the microphone, not you just turn into a whole other person. Yeah, it's so sad. It's really embarrassing. Um, I do have like a part B to the aftercare okay. thing because Go we ahead. do talk about the importance and this is a little bit of a negative, but um, there has been a owner trainer who has frequently had horses that were thoroughbreds end up in unsavorable um, situations and facilities. And 
after another spur of that where rescues are stepping in and taking all these horses, Churchill Downs has actually opted to ban Bert and Sip from entering, Good. running, training at any of their properties, including horses um, that were entered have now been scratched. Good. And he is actually, there's a big circulation to have him banished completely from racing. Good. That's how it should be. Yep. So, All right. Well, I appreciate you bringing up stepping up and doing the right thing. I appreciate you bringing up Carmathon Michelle. Thank you. What's number three? Um, so number three is a little bit of a, a European flair, which I know isn't your favorite thing. Wait, did, okay? Oh, I missed the race this morning. Did our guy? You, did, the, did he win? Which guy? Bahid. 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 Is but, it? Was it this morning? Well, then shit, that goes my thing. <laughs> What are you going to say? I thought it was tomorrow morning. Oh, wait. Maybe it is. I don't know. Now I have to look at results because I was just going to tell you that the international field, which I was pretty sure was tomorrow morning, is coming. And whether it happened or not, it's going to be a really good thing. <laughs> whether it's already <laughs> happened. Did it already happen? That's amazing. I don't know. What track was it? It was um, York. Hold on, I'm trying to look. So vamp, vamp for a second. I'm trying to see if it was okay. today. So uh, I want to talk about Bayid running in, in York. And this is going to I be go August to 17th. You know, it was, I guess it was today. I was thinking for some reason tomorrow. No, I don't see it. I don't well, know. then find out. Did he win? Did he win? Find it out. Know. It's not on any news things. Now I'm nervous. No, it's okay. But I do. But we talked to Minty Farquhar the other day. And I really, mm-hmm. um, I really actually want to take a trip to York. Well, I think you should. How do you spell Bayid? B A A. Oh, here it is. Let's see. Latest. Did he win? A perfect 10 for 10. B-A-A-B-E. Oh, yeah, he won. Hold on. I'm going to turn oh, it up. Yes. Okay. That's that's. Can you hear it? No. Oh, Mishrif had the lead. He just asked him late and he just took off. Yeah, oh, he won this right. morning. Crush. Okay, good. So I thought it was tomorrow That was the morning. grade one uh, Judmont, that's, right? That's exciting. Anyways, Judmont International. He won yes. by like five lengths over Mishrif. I just heard the call. I Oh, wait. I think I could do this. Hold on, Michelle. Let's tell me if you, I'm going to just watch this. Here we go. Okay. Yes. How about that? Yeah, that was great. Okay, so yeah, that worked. Number three. Good job, Billy. There you well, go. I'm impressed. I'm Thank impressed. you. All right. You know what? Let's get to Rich Cristiano from Adelphi Racing Club. He'll be joining us right after this. Billy, I'm so glad that you mentioned uh, the GBRI earlier because they have launched episode four of a new video series called a be a part of it owning in Britain. It's a five part series showcasing the various aspects that make owning a horse in training in Britain, a uniquely enjoyable experience in this particular episode, joint trainers, Roger and Harry Charlton reflect on the experience of spending a morning with your trainer at the yard and on the gallops. Episodes will run weekly on Mondays with the final installment launching on the eve of Britain's first yearling sale of 2022, the golf's UK premier sale 
August 23rd and 24th. To watch episodes and find out how GBRI can help you on your journey to become a part of British racing, head to www.inthemoneypodcast.com forward slash GBRI. Also, don't forget, listen Mm -hmm. to our podcast with Minty, uh, our Owner's Box podcast from August 11th for more information. Awesome. All right, back here on the owner's box. Uh, Michelle, uh, we have a great guest today. His name is Rich Cristiano. I think I said it right. And we're going to find out all about Adelphi Racing Club. So, Rich, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Appreciate you guys having me on. Where, where okay, are you? Okay, hold on. First, is it Adelphi or Adelphi, just so we oh, know? Gosh. Adelphi. It's Did I say it right or wrong? Club. You said it right. Okay. Thank, I, <laughs> it's I, right. But there have been times that in our ads, I think I've said Adelphi and then like fucked it up with like Adelphi. I think, (laughs) by the way, that's the first time I've been right in a very, very long time. Um, Rich, before we get into Adelphi Racing Club, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where, where, how, how long have you been in horse racing? Where'd you come from? What's your story? Yeah, it's it's a pretty, uh, actually a unique story, I guess. And, uh, uh, always, I I grew up in the Bronx and a, a long time racing fan back then, you know, I started actually going to Yonkers and Roosevelt Raceway in the harness. And then a buddy of mine introduced me to, to the thoroughbreds and, and I kind of got hooked. So uh, starting in 1980, you know, I, coming up, I took a day trip from the Bronx to Saratoga uh, and, and I was hooked right there. I haven't missed a year since. So um, anyway, I worked, uh, I worked uh, in banking on Wall Street and, um, you know, just, just a big fan, fan of the game. And, and then I went to a seminar, uh, guys, up uh, in Saratoga. It was sponsored by Toba uh, in 1998, I guess it was. Mm. And wow. uh, Cod Campbell, Campbell spoke, you know, and, and, you know, he's a pretty smooth dude. Oh, he's a pretty smooth dude, right? So, you know, the seminar ends and, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm going berserk. I'm going to my wife. Jane, I'm just ready to write a check. And she goes, whoa, 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 slow down. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're going to do this the way you always you know, conduct yourself in business and, and, and do your homework and your research. And I'm glad she did, of course. But I was really, you know, like I said, Kat's a pretty smooth guy and I was, I was ready to go. So what I did is I spent a year, uh, you know, the old-fashioned uh, spread, accounting spreadsheets back in the day. And, you know, I, I came up with a bunch of categories, you know, markups, ongoing expenses, communications, success on the racetrack, all that stuff. And and I spent time with, uh, let's see, a, t- a Barry Irwin, Team Valor, talked to their clients. Same with Cotton Dogwood, uh, West Point, Terry Finley, uh, and then some of the even small Centennial um, uh, farms as well. Those are the four major ones. Then I looked at some of the real small local ones in New York, like Caracorn Farms and all those. And then so that's me about a good year because I was interviewing clients and the whole bit. And then uh, I was up here in uh, 99 then in August for my regular trip up with uh, some friends and, and my wife. And uh, so I met Terry Finley of West Point on the backstretch. And uh, he, brought, he was just you know talking to Pat Byrne. They brought this beautiful big black colt out. Uh, and, and I, I was, it was stunning, huge New York bread. Anyway, he, uh, he goes, yeah, I said, I guess there's no shares of that horse because he's going to be running on Monday. Right. And he goes, well, actually, you know, if you want to take 5%, you need 5%. So I looked at Jane, I said, it's time, let's go. So we pulled the trigger and, uh, and lo and behold, uh, a Scottish halo, um, in his maiden race, he, he pretty much went to his knees at the break and then. And just circled the field and drew off by six. Wow. <laughs> so uh, here I am going going to Saratoga my whole life, and needless to say, it was a pretty emotional day. And 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 I'll share one more piece of that story with you guys. Um, so uh, 
uh, Shane Sellers was up on the horse and, you know, before the race, Terry had told him, you know, get, get Richie pumped up. So he's coming into the paddock and he's giving me high fives. We're going to get the job done. Right? <laughs> and then, so he wins the, he, he wins the race and he just points to me and you can still see it on the video, like back of the winning circuit, the, the winning uh, video. And he points to me and he goes, we got you now, sucker. <laughs> and, he, and guess what? He was right. You know, my first race at Saratoga. And so what I did then um, uh, is I, you know, so started investing, you know, two or three horses a year with Terry. And, and then at that time, you know, he didn't really have any business people surrounding his, you know, his, his business. And my whole background was client management and, and on wall street sales and all that stuff. So, um, uh, I just, I put together like a, a business plan. I met him for dinner one night and, and he said, you know, this all makes sense. You know, so here I am, I'm age 47. And, uh, and after a couple of months of discussing this in 2002, I switched careers. So I went, not, I, wow. know, I went from gambling on horses to owning horses. You know, I just switched careers completely and he hired me. And, and, uh, you know, I'm real proud of, you know, of what I did over there with, with, with West Point. How long were you with, I started, uh, how long were you with West Point, Rich? Mm-hmm. Six years, okay. uh, Billy, and and I, I I guess when we started, we had sales of like six hundred seventy thousand, and when I left, it was seven point six million. So again, I'm real proud of that, and and I know Terry, uh, you know, he certainly even to this day he gives me credit for kind of putting that structure in place and all that, and and I'm still good friends with all those guys. He's Rich Cristiano, me Bellhouse. Yeah, no, that. obviously, and Rich Cristiano mm-hmm. joining us from good Adelphi stuff. Racing here on the Owners Box. Rich, I think that you know, takes us obviously into the next logical question, which is, I'm just kidding. It's not logical, but what did you, what did you learn at West Point that you then are are taking with you uh, to Adelphi? Yeah. Well, and then, well, besides that, then I went, um, you know, I spent six years with Sovereign Stable as well. Oh, okay. That was the logical question. What did you do next? Yeah. Yeah. Mike and, Mike and yeah, um, uh, Mike uh, Gatchis and Matt Gatchis, as you know, they and now they they have uh, Gatchis Stables. They took it private, but yeah, I worked with them for six years. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I just learned a ton. Like I was able to to again put structure around the business and the sales piece and all that. And on the other side, I learned you know quite a bit. We had great trainers, um, so I learned so much you know about the horse business behind the scenes you know as a gambler you know you think you don't have any clue as to what goes on every morning that these horses go to the track every day and and all the different you know the equipment and all the different things it was just such an eye opener for me even though i had been going to races my whole life you know get as a matter of fact the very first thing i did going back to west point is he had me work in rick violet's barn for a week and I tell you what, after seven days of doing that, I was whipped. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> a out. Lot of work. And you're not <laughs> mucking stalls anymore. So anyway, Rich is gives you a great perspective, right. though. Michelle likes I, Michelle I, likes the muck stalls. And, and they had me. Do, <laughs> they had me doing everything, you know. So it was it was really it was really a good experience. But anyway, so all that stuff, and then you know, going to the sales and listening, you know, uh, to the to the bloodstock guys and. Just I, I just learned quite a bit over the years, uh, you know, on that side that that you would never have any clue unless you unless you got. Well, you know, give us one. Give us a, a specific, bit. Rich. Give us something specific that you said that you got in the game. You you may not have known it. Forget about the mornings, but like what did what did you learn? What can you what can you uh, instill on our audience that was like the thing that you were like, God, man, this is I didn't really understand this. Now I get it. Um, I, I, I guess I'm, I, I have to go back to that. I just didn't realize how, how labor intensive it is, 
uh, you know, to, sure. to have a racehorse and have him prime and, and, and peaking on a particular day. And, 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 and also, you know, what you don't see is like, you can have a horse, as you know, Billy, you have a horse, uh, Michelle, a horse that's just primed and doing perfect. And then he gets a sniffle and it just knocks you out of the box, you know, for three weeks. So and yep. if you're not owning, you don't see that if you're just, you know, gambling on it. So those types of things and all the pitfalls, you know, made the biggest impression on me. And, and of course, the fragility of how fragile they are. You know, um, if you own a horse by yourself, as you know, uh, you know, the trainer makes one call to you and tells you what happened. And then, and then in, in, in partnerships, as you know, they call you and then you gotta, you gotta call 10, 10, 12, 15 people and, and deliver that, that, that tough news. So that's, that's a real difficult part of the game as well that, that, that I didn't realize existed until I, yeah. Delivering bad down. news is never fun. In fact, uh, we yep. uh, uh, one of our trainers goes up to another uh, uh, racetrack on Wednesdays, and I actually texted him last night, and I said, "Please don't call me between ten and twelve <laughs> because I know the only thing you can be telling me is bad news. Just call me later. It's you always I mean? bad news. Yeah, it's just bad news. <laughs> don't right. call You're me right. in the mornings. Just don't call me. Yeah, uh, Rich, uh, tell us a little. Okay, let's get into it though. Yeah. You worked so West Point six yeah. years, Sovereign six years, and then where does this Adelphi yeah. Racing Club fit in? Yeah, this is really another good, <laughs> a pretty interesting story. So, Matt, I'm at West Point now, my last year there, and Matt's on my prospect list. So I'm trying to sell him racehorses, blah, blah, blah. And so it, uh, it was a time where we didn't have a lot of two-year-olds left, so I'm trying to sell him a, a horse you might remember, Awesome Gem. Right? A of few course. On the racetrack, right? One of the best. So I'm trying to sell him that. It's out in California, right? And, cause, and of course, Matt's back here in New York. and We, we still kid around about this. So he ended up interestingly enough buying a couple of horses with sovereign instead because he says i want something that's going to run here now he did get two nice horses with sovereign right and then uh but so now i'm with west point i leave west point i have a year non-compete and i start with sovereign and there's matt Kutter again right so right. <laughs> he's already and he's buying horses with so so and and i'll just comment right now you talk about delivering bad news and and, and here's what what stands out and why what kind of, why I kind of came out of retirement because I, I I wouldn't have did it for anything, you know. Uh, Matt talking about take, taking uh, handling bad news. He was the the perfect client, and I'm not a perfect client, you know. He takes bad news well. Loved the game, the passion, the whole bit. I mean, it's just from day one, you know, never across. And that's the true gentleman, right? From the whole five years I work with him, or six years I work with. Him. So then. Um, so then I retire, and then about, I guess it was about a year ago, I heard him on one of these podcasts, and he's talking about his, his model. Right? It was probably ours. It, was, it just was like, yeah, yeah. No, so he, has, like, you know, yeah. he hasn't been on the show, but it could have been Pete's for sure. It, yeah, uh, Pete. Fornatel. Uh, Pete Fornatel. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, don't hey, worry about so him. Bottom line is this whole, <laughs> this whole, I know Pete. This whole, um, uh, the whole model encompasses exactly, if I was starting a partner from scratch, just exactly, you know, he's buying in that wheelhouse that, you know, that I kind of like, you know, 35000 to two hundred, nothing crazy after, you know, and his markup's very reasonable. All that stuff, just just kind of, you know, not even thinking about working, but just, you know, it made, it made an impression on me listening to that. So now I'm going down to Gulfstream uh, this past winter for 10 days just, you know, to have some fun. And he happened to be down there. So I, I had his number of my phone. So I just met him and I introduced him to a couple of people uh, that I was going to direct, you know, direct to his company because I loved the model. And and my uh, my 17 year old uh, Luca, 
He's a production assistant up here uh, with Naira and Fox. He's been having a lot of fun doing this for two years. Anyway, I had shown Matt uh, uh, a video that he had produced for a stallion prospect up here. And I show it to Matt, and he goes, wow, this is really good. I want some new commercials on Fox. Maybe Luca could do this for me, right? And sure enough, I put them together, and Luca knocked the cover off it, and Matt was very happy. So that was good. And then... And that was it. And then up here at the paddock bar about three weeks ago at, at the race course, um, uh, I, I, I had a couple of people I wanted to introduce, you know, to Matt. And, uh, and they came down and they talked. And, and they were talking, you know, they were saying something about the, the website and the communications. So then, like, the, you know, the wheels started turning a little bit. And, uh, and I reached out to Matt and um, I said, hey, you know, I've been retired five years now. I'm, I'm getting a little antsy. And, and, <laughs> I, and, I, and I think I'd like to do I played something. enough golf. So, yeah. <laughs> we had three or four breakfast meetings and then, you know, we came to an agreement that, and uh, so what basically what I'm going to do is, 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 like I said, try to shore up that whole communications piece a little bit, uh, look at the website, make some suggestions and do that. And, and most importantly, you know, try to help them, you know, grow the business a little bit and, and get some good partners that, you know, Matt, it's really important to Matt to be surrounded by, he said, uh, people that you know love the game, passion for the game and, you know, he wants to he wants to be kind of selective, believe it or not. On, on which which I I loved as well. So, yeah, no, that's so the that's, first, a, that's a nice thing. Days, Tell, the first, you the keep first, saying you keep yeah. saying the model. You're talking about markups. Obviously, I know a lot about partnerships. Uh, so does Michelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of our uh, audience, we talk about partnerships all the time. But what what makes Adelphi Racing Club different? Give us the model and which what attracted them yep. to you. Yep. So uh, right off the bat, I said the ten. I guess he marks them up ten to twenty percent. No, very uh, very open about that. And he's billing the uh, you know he's billing the uh, the expenses at cost, which is you know wonderful. And and he's not taking a piece of the purse. I mean that's a that's a pretty how is he pretty, making money? Nice you know model. Yeah. I, well, you can. It's mad about that, but that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's. that's you know his background. I mean, he's he's, he's been very successful, very a very successful businessman. So it seems like he's doing this more before. for almost like the love of the sport and just wanting to have partners and and spread the wealth and and limit his exposure while making you know a little bit, but not actually doing this as a quote unquote business. Is that? Would I think that that's be... a very fair. Yeah. Really, that's a. I think that's a. You just you summed it up perfectly. Like I said, especially when he says, you know, and I believe him. He wants to be around people. He's like, you know, that he likes. That he wants to be around. That's what he wants to do. You know. Absolutely. So, yeah. So for, you know, for me, it's 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 not a high pressure like it was. You know, like it was in the other. You know, the other companies I work with. It was seven days a week. Based, you know, you know, I have to tell you that either. It's a very labor intensive to run a partnership. People don't oh, absolutely! To that, you know, my as you get crazy. larger, yeah. I mean, I I, got, I went yeah. home yesterday, and my wife was yelling at me, and she's like, "Wait a second, it's Tuesday. What are you doing?" And I was like, "I have to update like seventeen horses." <laughs> like, I was like, "I was busy, nope, I, and it, I'm looking it, for horses to buy." Well, I mean, it it just never yeah. stops. So I totally understand yeah. it. I think Michelle might have a question for you, Rich. You sure, so you yeah. you've worked with all of these different syndicates now, um, basically trying to amass clients. So I have a couple questions. First of all, is do when you've gone from different syndicates and obviously they do things a different way, do you find it like when if you go to, from one to another, do you want to like say like wait 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 I don't love this aspect of it like maybe this one's a little better or do you just kind of fall into the fold of what the new group has to offer? 
And uh, also, do you have people that like you have maybe previously put with West Point that you're like, you know what, they would just fill fill uh, Adelphi or Delphi perfectly? You're right. I mean, um, one of the things that that's why you know people hire would would hire me is because I can offer advice on. And, you know, with West Point, I was a chief operating officer. I was very involved in running the whole company, you know. And and, mm-hmm. and so, yes, you bring that over to and then I work with Sovereign and, and talk to the principals and, and had suggestions and so on. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, I've had people that, you know, just look in this game right now. Most of my friends, I have some still friends from Wall Street I play, play golf with, whatever. But most of my friends are my old clients or people I've met through the horse business now. It's I was 47. I'm. I'm 67 now, you know, so still a 20, baby, 20 something years. Oh my gosh. You sound so young. I'm not like, <laughs> what do you, you mean? Sound, you do not sound Who's, what do you, how cool. can you yeah, tell how young. old now, someone is? That, Billy? No, I, I think she's, young. I think she's very, I thought you were, I think you're very young, even at 67. What does that mean? Michelle <laughs> sound <good>. young. <laughs> you, like your voice sounds like if no. you told me you were 25, I've uh, never, I don't know what you look like. Like I would say, okay, I heard he's you know, very some people handsome. sound older. Someone said he's very, very, <laughs> I tried to Google, but there's no picture. You guys are nuts. We, we are a little uh, nuts anyway, for, so, for sure. So, so to, to finish that question. So yes, like I had a lot of people who, who liked, you know, liked the way I did business and, and I, they joined me at Sovereign. And, and then, you know, when I retired, um, so I started directing, you know, I, I wanted to direct the people I trusted, whatever. And, and that's why, you know, I, when I heard that program, uh, you know, uh, the match program that I started directing those same people who trust me. And that, so now of course I'm hoping that oh, I, the first week I got, I, have, I think Matt was pretty happy. I signed up eight new clients, you know, and, and, uh, they invested in, wow. in two different horses already. So, so he was pretty happy you know, with that start, but. Again, I, yeah, I, I've kind of, you know, I've stayed connected. I'm, I have a house in Saratoga. Uh, you know, I'm up here the whole meet, I'm, and before and after the meet. So I still have a lot of connections up here and all that. So uh, I hope to leverage that and, and get some of these folks involved with the program that I believe in. You know, it's that simple. Sure. <clears throat> Rich Cristiano from Adelphi Racing Stable joining us here. Adelphi Racing Club, pardon me, uh, joining us here on the Owner's Box. Rich, so you talk about it, East Coast, and uh, I was just in Saratoga. I don't know if you know that. Uh, Michelle does. And uh, I didn't have the greatest experience. But you know what? I'm, I get the the charm. and the. But it sounds like you've never been out to the West Coast. You know, I, I did. I went to Del Mar once. Well, obviously, when I was working in the business, it, was, it used to be an exact same mirror. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, of the Saratoga meet. Del Mar yep. was on. And that was my busiest time. You know? Sure. Uh, but I did get out there when I I, I worked briefly with uh, with Jeff uh, Jeff Bloom, who I'm s- still very good friends with. Absolutely. Um, and so I went out there and we had a good uh, a good time out there. And, and it is a and of course I've been to the Breeders' Cup. Santa Anita is my favorite venue and the story. As much as I love, you know, New York racing, there's, there's nothing like you know going out there in the mornings at Clocker's Corner and all that neat stuff. So, but yes, yeah, so I have been out there for the Breeders' Cups and did go to Del Mar for. Actually, you know what, guys, it's, it's almost amazing. When I went out to Del Mar, the first day was gorgeous, and we won a stake out there. The next day, it poured no, the whole day. And then impossible. I buy the local paper, and they go, they, the local paper said, it's the first time in, like, whatever it was, 43 years that the track has been listed other than fast. Yep. Like, not even good. I remember that day. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear That's to God. That's crazy. I couldn't believe it. My wife was out with me, and I'm going, what the heck? This is like, you know, it just never happened. <laughs> but anyway, but it's beautiful. I, I went to the, I did go to the Breeders' Cup there. 
So you, and you enjoyed your experience, I imagine. Oh yeah, it's great. I, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Love all right, it. that's fair. Um, all right, before we let you go, because we've taken up a lot of your time, yep. and this has been. And by the way, I was upset when you. Oh, wait, I want to. I want to know one. I I got one more question. Go go go. I want I want to know your favorite racing memory. Well, you know what? Probably, I would say it's the it's, story he told. It, it's a t- you think so about yeah, the Scott of Halo? Yeah. Scott Halo, yeah. Scott Halo? Yeah, that that is that's yes, that's got it. But I mean, if, while I was working, there was two special horses. What one with West Point was Dream Rush. She won the test up oh, here yeah. in my sure. venue, so to speak. And that I'll never forget that and the and the party that went on after that. And then uh with a Sovereign Stable, we we bought a Philly uh, off the racetrack up up, up in Canada, a negligee and and, she, and we were pointing her for a race at Aqueduct that got rained off the grass. So we run the grade one Alcibiades and we win the darn thing. I remember 13 that. to one. So that was a thrill too. So yeah, those, those what kind uh, of, uh, what kind of race cheer are you? Are you a snapper? Are you a yeller program slapper jumper? A little, yeah, a little race, a little race form on the, on the leg, maybe Let but, race form yeah. on the leg. No, no, no. That's a good one. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a very positive one. Cause yeah. you don't hurt anyone doing that. You accept hey. yourself. No, there you go. Hey, you know, I just thought of something. If you want to, if you, if you have two more minutes, yeah, we got plenty the of post, time. The postscript, yes. to the, oh, the postscript to the Scottish Halo story is 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 one again. You're not this is what we it. want here you on know, the show. Oh, okay. we want stories. So listen, listen, all right, this is a story. So now, you know, I do the year of research, and what's everybody tell me? You can't make money in this game. You can't make money in this game. Don't. So just do it for the fun. Okay, okay, okay. Scottish Halo, boom, runs off the screen. We win. I get the video. I'm working on Wall Street. I get the conference room, 10 pizzas. I call everybody in. We're watching. I, the next, it was Labor Day. Yeah, right after Labor Day weekend, whatever, right after that. It was towards the end of the week. We're all watching the, the video, screaming, yelling. They're all going, this is great. But I go back to my desk. Terry Finley's on the phone. He goes, I go, Terry, what's up? He goes, hey, I got great news for you. I go, what, what's that, Terry? He goes, hey, you can vote your 5%, but we got an offer from uh, Mr. Oxley to buy Scottish Halo, so we're selling him, and you, you tripled your money in, in four days. I go, <laughs> hey, what's the good news? You told me I, I, I went berserk. You know, you, I'm a total right. rookie. I, I didn't realize you're supposed to take the money off the table. Take the money. So I'm going, I'm going crazy. So he goes, you sold my horse at the time. I lived like 10 minutes from Belmont. He's going to be stable there. I go, I can't believe oh. you did this. But, so, yeah, I'm yelling at him. So then it gets worse. This horse goes on, but he wins the uh, the uh, Laurel Futurity, and then he goes. He bottom line, he's like the second choice in the Florida Derby. I'm sitting there with my new my newborn daughter in a chair in, in Great Neck, and I'm uh, the tears. I'm not kidding. Now I go. I go, James. You realize if he wins this, he's going to be one of the favorites for the Kentucky Derby. Yep. Our horse, that oh, we carry so. <laughs> anyway, true story. So he grabbed both quarters. He got hurt, but he he ended up being a really he was a New York bred, and he ended right. up doing very well. But so that's my first you know first four. I like that. Know, don't get in it for the money, and, and I tripled my money in four days, whatever it was. Perfect. Was well, let me ask you this: let's good let's story. do something fun. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a prospective client, and I call you, mm-hmm. and I'm interested. So I pick yep. up the phone. I say, Hey, Rich. You know, we met at Saratoga briefly. Yep. I'm very interested in getting involved in in Adelphi Racing. What mm-hmm. you know? What, give me the give me the elevator pitch. Like, why should I do yeah, this? Ab- absolutely. And and you know what? My goal, um, and you could ask anybody that I brought into the business, is within the first five minutes, you know, I talk about what we just talked about the risks. You know, and. I tell them that you have to have patience. You know, if you if you if you have the gambler mentality, 
that if you, you know you like you like to throw down the money out the window and get the result, and that's all. If you can't, ha- if you don't have patience, you, this is not a game for you. And, and I'll be honest, you know, yep. I have actually fired clients to that one that piece, you know, because they had just that gambler. So that, and then you know how how patient you have to be to get them to the races. Like we talked about a horse getting a sniffle and missing a race, and you know just tell them all the. I, you know, and again, they, they listen, but sometimes, you know, the, down the road, you still get frustrated and all that. But at least I told them in the first five minutes, you know, uh, that, you know, of, of what could happen and, and the negative, negative part. Then I'll go into the, you know, if you love racing and I, I can tell them my story, you know, about, you know, getting into the winter circle at Saratoga, a place I adored my whole life. And here I am. And it was, you know, it's just an unbelievable experience to, if you do have that patience and, and you're not in it to, to, to say I'm going to go in this and make and kill it and make money, you know. Yeah. So those are the that that's well, that's, that's my goal key. in the first you know five to ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, could, I I think I just learned something, Michelle. I love it. I just tell people when they call me and try to get into a little red feather, I'm like, oh yeah, we have the horse that's probably going to win the Kentucky Derby and you're going to make millions of dollars. Is that just probably not the right <laughs> message? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've never said that in my life, thing. Rich. I've never said it. I'm a little, and I'm a little it. upset. I'm a little upset you. that when you talked about the big you, syndicates, you didn't say Little Red Feather. I'm a little bit, but I'm you sorry. went just east. I know Coast. you. I remember the video the, back in the day, the, the big win. I remember. I saw you don't even that. remember the name of the cool. horse. Who was it? Yes, I do. Single Terry. There you go. Right? God, I like Wasn't this guy. When Thank Adelphi, you. when you, when you decide, when I you go six years with Adelphi and you retire, so that'll be your only seventy three. You move out to Delmar and work for us. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you. You're gonna hold me to that. All right, good. I'll tell him that. I'll tell him that. I'm gonna tell him that that when I meet. No, we got a I... horse in today that we're excited about. Oh, who's that? It'll be fun. We're, we're, we're running. Uh, oh, Old we're not Donna. gonna wait. This is not gonna post till tomorrow morning, till Thursday. What? Do you have anything oh. on the weekend? Uh, no. But a week from oh, we have New York Showcase Day. Uh, we have a nice New York bred filly. Uh, actually, I have to, again, ironically, I have to, funny guy and three jokers who Ooh. was campaigned by uh, by the Gatsas family, which I'm very good friends with, Matt and Mike. Yeah. Anyway, so she, uh, she debuted at Belmont from the rail, ran a decent third, and now has been working lights out up here. So she's going to run the maiden special weight. New Name, York please. Next, a week for Friday. Uh, that would be uh, Funny How. Funny How. Funny, funny How. Okay. Funny how you know, like from the uh, that's from I heard that was from that movie, uh, uh Goodfellas with Joe Pesci and Ray Liotta that's right. going at it at the, that thing, that whole scene. So that's funny how, oh, funny I'm, how, oh, right? I'm funny, <laughs> yeah, oh, I make you laugh, yeah, remember how am I funny, right? <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah, Rich exactly. Cristiano, thank you for spending so much time with us today. We really appreciate it. Um, and good best of luck with the Adelphi Racing Club. Uh, I know Matt. He's a very, very good guy. And if you are looking for a, a syndicate, especially on the back uh, back east and, and having these Saratoga uh, times, as Rich described, uh, definitely give these guys a call. Where, where do they find you? Uh, just, you, just go to, you just go to the website, uh, or you can uh, uh, email me at – or Cristiano at optonline.net. But if you just go to the website, there's a you can put your comments uh, in there at DelphiRacingClub.com, and uh, and we'll get back to you quickly. Good stuff, my man. Continued success and good luck in the next few weeks Thank at you. Saratoga. Thanks for joining us today, Rich. We pre- really appreciate it. Thank you both. Thank you both. I really enjoyed it myself. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. Right, Thank man. you, Rich. Oh, Rich. Rich. Whoa. I Whoa. also need you to. Yeah. 
I need you to send me a picture of some sort because I can't find one of you to yeah, put on our podcast. All right, image. all right. Get, we need to get I'm a picture. I have my wife before I go to the track. I'm sending it. All right. We <laughs> all appreciate right. it. We'll be right back here <laughs> on the it. owner's box. Fixed odds betting powered by BetMakers is back and in effect at Monmouth Park. And the early returns are fantastic with 70% winners paying more on fixed odds than they are on the tote. Soon, fixed odds wagering will be available throughout the state. This is an exciting new way to bet that really puts the power to get value in your hands. Michelle, you ready to say it with me? Yes. The odds odds you bet bet are the the odds odds you you get. get. Perfect. You'll continue. You'll be continuing to hear a lot more about fixed odds betting opportunities across the In the Money Media Network. All right, Michelle, um, I found that very interesting. Uh, we've had partnership people on the show before. I think um, what Matt is doing with the Delphi Racing Club, obviously bringing Rich on board, a very smart. Everybody needs a business guy, right? I got a right. business guy. I got Gary. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Gary. Is, that, is Gary not a business I guy? Gary. Yeah, he is. Gary is the, the the brains of the operation. Yeah, I mean, I'm just the face and do nothing else. And Gary does all the hard stuff. And um, but everybody needs that. I mean, you need. You, it's hard to do by yourself. I I will say it that. Is. And and I think the model, the fact that they don't take any purses, the fact that they're limited markups, it's very it's very smart and it's mm-hmm. a good way to get people into the game. So, um, kudos to Adelphi. They're obviously a very good sponsor of our show, and it was a pleasure having Rich on today. Uh, on a complete 180, Billy. You yeah. know, I was out and I saw you and you and Gary this last weekend. But I just want to tell you, I really liked Elevato's work. He worked really good. He, just, I mean, like the time know, obviously he just was wasn't, like, slow. He just wasn't ready first time. I thought he would be more you ready. Watched, he looked so good. Yeah, he should be tough if when he if he finally that gets back. in another race. I hope I hope he'll be much much uh, better shape. And Michelle, by the way, one thing that we didn't put in three things to note: Did you Uh-oh. see uh, Little Red Feather and Carrie Brogdon win the Ellis Park Derby? We have a Derby winner. Oh, awesome. Steel Sunshine. Congratulations. Yeah, Steel, Steel Sunshine. Sunshine won the $200,000 uh, Ellis Park Derby on Sunday for Bobby DeBona. Did a great training job. And Nice. Congratulations. I rarely, if ever, you know this, toot my own horn, ever. I mean, Michelle, this is, you know. But we, I got together with Carrie and Bobby, and I have to give them credit. We kind of put our heads together and tried to... You know, we had to do some dodging and dealing, and you know, we didn't want to run the West Virginia Derby, and obviously, we're not going to go in the Travers. But we were looking for a straight three-year-old race at two turns, and with some good timing, and the Ellis Park Derby just fell right into our lap. So, um, mm-hmm. congratulations, Carrie is the uh, majority partner uh, with her. Um, she bred this uh, son of Constitution, uh, Mockmer Hall, and uh, just a great day overall. And she won it and was in Kentucky. Carrie was there with her husband Craig, and. What a great day, and congratulations to Bobby DeBona, who deserves a horse like this. Awesome. Very good. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, So coming up this week at Del Mar, we've got racing on Thursday. Racing on Friday includes the CTTTOC stakes. And do note that first post for Fridays has been moved up to 3 o'clock for the remainder of the meet. Saturday is the grade one Del Mar Oaks, also the Taco and Beer Festival. I'll be at Daybreak. We'll both be on Beach Boss. And then on Sunday, the Solana Beach Stakes, as well as Daybreak. Your kids are calling. Thank you very much to Risk Christiana from Adelphi for coming on the show. Thanks to all of our sponsors. GBRI and uh, BetMakers, Breeders' Cup, TaylorMade, Gainsway, so many. And thanks especially to all the listeners who who tune in every week and get mad at us when we don't do a show. So I love it. Yeah, thank you. And thanks to Michelle, who's the best co-host anybody could possibly have. Thanks to Billy. I'll see you tonight for dinner. You got it, kid. Bye, everybody. Bye.